The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, I hope you had a decent night. Now it's time to pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, November 18th, 2021. Thursday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Today is the optional memorial of the dedication of the churches of Saints Peter and Paul. St. Peter's is probably the best known church in Christendom. In 319, Constantine built a basilica on Vatican Hill that stood for more than a thousand years until it threatened to collapse. In 1506, Pope Julius II ordered it raised and reconstructed, but the new basilica wasn't completed for more than two centuries. St. Paul's Outside the Walls is near where St. Paul is believed to have been beheaded. The most recent edifice was constructed after a fire in 1823. The first basilica was also Constantine's doing. Saints Peter and Paul pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace always be with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time a prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel is very moving in that we see the compassion of Jesus' heart. Jesus was true God and true man. He still has a perfect humanity. And we see that this means that he had human emotions like we do. As Jesus drew near Jerusalem, we read in today's gospel, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. For the days are coming upon you when your enemies will raise a palisade against you. They will encircle you and hem you in on all sides. They will smash you to the ground and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another within you, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. A striking passage in many ways, Jesus here is prophesizing the fall of Jerusalem, a prophecy that would take place later in the first century. We can focus on Jesus' compassion for Jerusalem. Lord, 
you see the city and you weep over it, knowing its fate and knowing its rejection of you. He saw the city and wept over it, saying, If this day only you knew what makes for peace. And what makes for peace? What would have made for a greater peace for Jerusalem? Well, it's our Lord Jesus himself. St. Paul says this, speaking of Christ. For he is our peace, who has made us both one and broken down the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law of commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby bringing the hostility to an end. So Lord Jesus, you cry out to Jerusalem, if you only knew what made for peace. And we know what makes for peace. It's the person who's saying that. Jesus is our peace, as St. Paul says. He's our peace because he reconciles us with God. He forgives our sins. And by removing sin, he also reconciles us with one another. He's the peace between us and God. And therefore, through our forgiveness, he's the peace between each other, between and among men and women. St. Augustine has a famous definition of peace. He says, peace is the tranquility of order. The tranquility, the calmness that follows upon things being in the right relationship to each other, things having the right order, is peace. And so if we lack peace, if we're disturbed or if we're in conflict with ourselves or with God or with others, we have to think perhaps something is out of order. I have to reorganize my priorities or perhaps the way I use my time or the things that I give importance to or too much importance to or not enough importance to. I have to try to work on my relationships with God and others. That's the most important order. The order in my soul, the interior order that I want, comes first of all when I'm rightly ordered to God. And then after that, I can also, and at the same time, I can also try to be rightly ordered to others. Peace is the tranquility of order. And you, Lord Jesus, are our order. You are the basic relationship that we have to God. We relate to God, Lord, through your mercy and through your grace and through your teaching and through your very person. I remember when I was a kid, I was very messy and my notebooks and my things at school would always be a mess and my room (laughs) was always a mess. And of course, my poor mother would always get on me about this and encourage me to clean up. And eventually I would, I would uh, tidy up my room and put everything in its place. And, and I always noticed when I was, when I was young that if I did that, if I put my room in order and really cleaned up, made a good effort to clean up my room and clean up my act, well, that night I slept better. I always noticed that I had a more restful sleep and I was more peaceful on the days, although they happened to be rare, <laughs> on the days that I had cleaned my room that morning. And then as I got older and I 
came across this definition of St. Augustine, peace is the tranquility that follows upon order, the tranquility of order. It struck me, that's precisely what I experienced as a child. That if my room was in order, I just slept better. I felt more peaceful, more secure. St. Josemaria says something similar. He says, preserve order and it will preserve you. Take care of order and it will take care of you. And this takes some work. We have to think about the big things we need to put in order. Again, the most important things are our relationships to others, the relationship that we have to God, that our will be directed to God's will, that we have good will to others, that we're trying to we're trying to take care of the basic requirements of all of our relationships, of all of our responsibilities. But then also material order, the order in our schedule, those things help us to have this peace, to have this sense that everything's in its place. And therefore, I'm okay. I'm where I should be. And I'm trying to put my life with all of its mistakes will never be perfectly ordered. We can't be OCD about this with all that natural messiness that my life will always have that I'm shooting for order because I want peace so that Jesus, when you look at me, you don't have to weep over me. I know what is made for peace. I'm trying to follow you and therefore I'm in the right place. I'm trying to love you and therefore my heart is well ordered. I'm trying to put God above all things and that's reflected in how much time I spend in prayer. It's reflected in my intentions, why I do the things I do. It's reflected in how I treat others, trying to be a good friend, a good son or daughter, a good brother or sister, a good husband or wife, a worker, a colleague or co-student. Trying to have all those relationships the way that keeps me most in line with God's will for me. If you knew what made for peace, and St. Paul says, he is our peace. Christ himself is our peace. Lord, come to me. Restore the order in my life. The sick are the ones who need a physician. And in a way, all sickness is a matter of disorder, that the body gets out of whack. The parts no longer are functioning in relation to each other in the way they should, or one member of the body becomes weakened or infirmed, and it throws the rest of the body out of whack. We feel ill at ease. And Jesus precisely is Soter. He's the Savior. Soter, which means Savior, in Greek also means healer. And so that's precisely what Jesus does. He comes to return our bodies, and much more importantly, our souls to health, to wholeness, to the right order, to equilibrium. And so in addition to finding ways of of acting better, behaving better, the first thing I do is go to our Lord and say, Lord, look at this malady. Look at this spiritual sickness. Look at this lack of order. I need you. You return my soul to peace. We go to Our Lady, Queen of Peace. Our Lady, Our Mother, help us 
always to return to Christ. Whenever we go astray, whenever we feel the disorder of sin, the effects of the disorder of sin in our life, help us to go to Christ to make things right, because He is our peace. Queen of Peace, pray for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour. We'll begin our day of prayer in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, November 18th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin our day of prayer as we join with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God.
The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me, I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. From the book of the prophet Zechariah. Thus says the Lord my God, Shepherd the flock to be slaughtered. For they who buy them slay them with impunity, while those who sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, I've become rich. Even their own shepherds do not fill for them. Nor shall I spare the inhabitants of the earth any more, says the Lord. Yes, I will deliver each of them into the power of his neighbor or into the power of his king. They shall crush the earth, and I will not deliver it out of their power. So I became the shepherd of the flock to be slaughtered for the sheep merchants. I took two staffs, one of which I called favor and the other bonds, and I fed the flock. In a single month, I did away with the three shepherds. I wearied of them, and they behaved badly toward me. I will not feed you, I said. What is to die, let it die. What is to perish, let it perish. And let those that are left devour one another's flesh. Then I took my staff favor and snapped it asunder, breaking off the covenant which I had made with all peoples. That day it was broken off. The sheep merchants who were watching me understood that this was the word of the Lord. I said to them, If it seems good to you, give me my wages, but if not, let it go. And they counted out my wages, thirty pieces of silver. But the Lord said to me, Throw it in the treasury, the handsome price at which they valued me. So I took the thirty pieces of silver and threw them into the treasury in the house of the Lord. Then I snapped asunder my other staff, bonds, breaking off the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. The Lord said to me, This time take the gear of a foolish shepherd, for I will raise up a shepherd in the land who will take no note of those that perish, nor seek the stray, nor Heal the injured, nor feed what survives. He will eat the flesh of the fat ones and tear off their hooves. Woe to my foolish shepherd who forsakes the flock. May the sword fall upon his arm, upon his right eye. Let his arm wither away entirely, and his right eye be blinded forever. An oracle. The word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus says the Lord who spreads out the heavens, lays the foundations of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. 
See, I will make Jerusalem a bowl to stupefy all peoples round about. Judah will be besieged, even Jerusalem. On that day, I will make Jerusalem a weighty stone for all peoples. All who attempt to lift it shall injure themselves badly, and all the nations of the earth shall be gathered against her. On that day, says the Lord, I will strike every horse with fright and its rider with madness. I will strike blind all the horses of the peoples upon the house of Judah. I will open my eyes, and the princes of Judah shall say to themselves, The inhabitants of Jerusalem have their strength in the Lord of hosts, their God. On that day, I will make the princes of Judah like a brazier of fire in the woodland and like a burning torch among the sheaves. They shall devour right and left all the surrounding peoples, but Jerusalem shall still abide on its own site. The Lord shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem may not be exalted over Judah. On that day, the Lord will shield the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and the weakling among them shall be like David on that day, and the house of David godlike, like an angel of the Lord before them. The Word of the Lord They counted out my wages, thirty pieces of silver. The, the noble, noble price at, at which, which they valued me. Judah said, what will you give me if I hand him over to you? They decided to pay him thirty pieces of silver. The, the noble, noble price at, at which they valued me. A reading from a commentary on the Song of Songs by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. Where do you pasture your sheep, O good shepherd, you who carry on your shoulders the whole flock? For it is but one sheep this entire human race whom you lift onto your shoulders. Show me the place where there are green pastures. Let me know restful waters. Lead me out to nourishing grass and call me by name so that I can hear your voice, for I am your own sheep. And through that voice calling me, give me eternal life. Tell me, you whom my soul loves, this is how I address you because your name is above all other names. It is unutterable and incomprehensible to all rational creatures. And so the name I use for you is simply the statement of my own soul's love for you. And this is an apt name for making your goodness known. Very dark though I am, how could I not love you, who so loved me that you laid down your life for the sheep you tend? No greater love can be conceived than this, that you should purchase my salvation at the cost of your life. Show me, then, says the bride, where you tend your sheep, so that I may find the saving pasture and be filled with heavenly nourishment. For whoever does not eat this food cannot enter eternal life. Let me run to you, the spring, and drink the divine draft that you cause to pour forth for the thirsty offering water from your side opened by the spear. Whoever drinks of this becomes a fountain of water springing up to eternal life. 
If you feed me thus, then you will surely make me lie down at noonday, and I shall at once sleep in peace, resting in a light that knows no shadow. Indeed, there is no shadow at noon, for the sun shines directly over that summit, where you make those you tend lie down, and take your children with you to your bed. No one is judged worthy of this noonday rest who is not a child of light and of the day. But if anyone makes himself equally distant from the shadows of daybreak and those of nightfall, that is, from the origin of evil and its conclusion, the sun of righteousness makes him lie down at noontide. Show me then, says the bride, how I should lie down. Show me the path to this noonday repose, lest my ignorance of your truth cause me to stray from your good guidance and consort with flocks which are strangers to yours. Thus speaks the bride, anxious about the beauty God has given her, and seeking to learn how her comeliness may continue forever. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. For to me life is Christ, and death is gain. For one thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God the constant gladness of being devoted to you, for it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy, the author of all that is good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we've got today's gospel coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, November 18th, 2021, Thursday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus weeps over Jerusalem. From the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it. Would that even today you knew the things that make for peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. For the days shall come upon you when your enemies will cast up a bank about you and surround you and hem you in on every side and dash you to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Now, if you develop a real friendship with Jesus, everything will pretty much flow from that. 
Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajales from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Authentic Christian life consists in an ever-deepening personal friendship with Christ. Our goal as Christians is to imitate the Master and incarnate His doctrine in our life. Following Jesus has nothing to do with esoteric theoretical speculation. Christianity is not just a battle against sin. Jesus wants us to love Him with deeds. He wants us to recognize His love for us. For Christ is alive. He is not someone who has gone, someone who existed for a time and then passed on, leaving us a wonderful example and a great memory. Christ lives among us. We have to see him with the eyes of faith. We have to speak with him in our prayer. He hears us even before we say a word. Jesus is not indifferent to our successes and failures, to our joys and sorrows. For by his incarnation, the Son of God has united himself in some fashion with every man. He worked with human hands, he thought with a human mind, acted by human choice, and loved with a human heart. Born of the Virgin Mary, he has truly been made one of us, like us in all things except sin. As an innocent lamb, he merited for us life by the free shedding of his own blood. In him, God reconciled us to himself and among ourselves. From bondage to the devil and sin he delivered us, so that each one of us can say with the apostle, The Son of God loved me and gave himself up for me. His most holy humanity is the bridge that leads us to our Father God. Today we are considering the tears of Jesus for that city he loved so much. Jerusalem did not recognize the arrival of her Messiah, even though this arrival was the city's reason for being. We have to pray about those times when we have made the Lord weep by our sins and omissions. Have we ever left the Lord waiting expectantly for us like those nine lepers who failed to return and give thanks? If we do not love Jesus, we will make no progress in the interior life. Our friendship with Christ must be nourished by the Gospels. There we will discover that Jesus is profoundly human and very close to us. At times, we will see him wearied by the day's journey. He is there seated beside Jacob's well after a long, hot day. He is thirsty. Jesus turns his attention to a Samaritan woman. He converts her and then converts the whole town of Sychar. We see Jesus hungry. Once he was traveling from Bethany to Jerusalem, he approached a fig tree that had only leaves on it. We see Jesus worn out by an intense day of preaching to the crowds. He was so exhausted that he fell asleep aboard a boat in the middle of a serious storm. Christ had time for everyone he met along his way. As he went ashore, he saw a great throng, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. He cared for people's spiritual and physical needs. The life of Jesus is a marvelous fountain of love. If we contemplate his life, we will find it so much easier to follow him wholeheartedly. Whenever we get tired in our work, in our studies, in our apostolic endeavors, when our horizon is darkened by lowering clouds, then let us turn our eyes to Jesus, to Jesus who is so good and who also gets tired, to Jesus who is hungry and suffers thirst. Lord, how well you make yourself understood, how lovable you are. You show us that you are just like us in everything but sin, 
so that we can feel utterly sure that together with you we can conquer all our evil inclinations, all our faults. For neither weariness nor hunger matter, nor thirst nor tears, since Christ also grew weary, knew hunger, was thirsty, and wept. What is important is that we struggle to fulfill the will of our Heavenly Father. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. 
May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen, they themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of our God in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts, examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in this city of our God. A reading from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, The heavens are my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house can you build for me? What is to be my resting place? My hand made all these things when all of them came to be, says the Lord. This is the one whom I approve, the lowly and afflicted man who trembles at my word. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From From the the depths depths of my heart I cry cry to you, hear me, me, O Lord. I will do what you desire, hear Hear me, me, O Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. From From the the depths depths of my heart I cry cry to you, hear me, me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. The Lord Jesus Christ has given us the light of another day. In return, we thank him as we cry out, Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You offered yourself in sacrifice for our sins. 
accept our intentions and our work today. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You bring us joy by the light of another day. Let the morning star rise in our hearts. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Give us strength to be patient with those we meet today. And so imitate you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Make us aware of your mercy this morning, Lord. And let your strength be our delight. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, at morning, noon, and evening we pray. Cast out from our hearts the darkness of sin and bring us to the light of your truth. Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. A suitable start to the day, I think. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.